Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Good day. This is episode 36 of Your Security. The president has extended the COVID response for 30 days and social distancing is still in place. That's right. Our president has told us that we must maintain a distance of a good six feet between individuals. As we go around, go to the grocery store, go to only the essential businesses. So this brings me to a really interesting point. Essential businesses. What are essential businesses? You know, I got on the phone the other day with my dad and we were, you know, kicking some ideas around. And uh, we discussed essential businesses. What are they? You know, for the city of Houston... And for yeah, for Harris County, they came up with a really strange definition of what essential businesses are, and it was kind of vague. Uh, Dallas actually came up with a much better one, and I think I posted that up on a previous episode of the podcast. But um, what is essential business? Well, of course, you know people are thinking, well, we are a consumer, a consumer society, and so we need to have certain things open for us to feel comfortable. And, you know, to a point, yeah, that's that's true is a general sense. But think about any society and what a society may need to continue to live, just to exist. <clears throat> well, the first is, is food. You need to have food. So how are we going to get food to people? What is essential? Well, I mean, that includes your grocery stores. Well, grocery stores don't always stock, you know, months and months of food. So that includes grocery stores and then warehouses full of food. And that would include all those individuals who are going to have to supply the warehouse with individuals and the grocery stores as well. Then we go and think about how are we going to get the food, you know, stocked in the warehouses? Oh, no. So now we have to let the people who are going to stock the food in the warehouses there. What about farmers? You know, how are the food, how is the food going to go from the food manufacturing plant or the sorting plant to the warehouses? <clears throat> because the, the process is seed is used by the farmer, placed in the ground, the plant grows after it's watered, it is harvested by the farmer. Farmer then processes it into either some sort of container or unit that is easily sent to a warehouse or a distribution center that are sent to warehouses so you know those are all these different steps and that's just the food side how are we going to get our food so now we have to allow for taxi cabs and buses and transportation like trains like um, light rail systems Uh, think about chicago and New York, the subway systems, metro stations, and we're going to have to allow our society to actually get into cars and go out and grab the food, so now you're allowing them to get in their cars and go. Well, for that, we're going to also have to start including uh, gasoline. How are we going to get gasoline to our our society? Well, that means our our gas stations have to be open. And if our gas stations are open, that means our supply chain for the gas station has to be there. 
and all the people who supply the gas at the gas station. That's a that's quite a lot of people. And that's not enough because we're going to also have to have access to banks. And even though, for the most part, we do all our banking electronically, there are quite a bit of people who consider having cash in their hand a more secure way of doing business. And so banks have to stay open. And that would require also facility managers to keep those banks open. It's not just the teller. It's not just the ATM uh, filler, the person who fills up the money with the ATMs. Uh, the ATMs. So we're adding more and more people. And then, of course, you know, we're in a situation where it, we're being quarantined or we, we're in lockdown because of a, a virus. So that means our first responders have to also be allowed out. That includes our, our nurses and our doctors and everyone that's needed at the hospital. You know, who is going to protect the people at the hospital? How are we going to get them there? Um, attending all the individuals who are coming in seeking help. And then, of course, there's always the occasional fire. And we also have criminals who are going to take advantage of this time. Well, <clears throat> that means that the police officers are going to have to be in enforce as well. But now with the way the police... <clears throat> are at a higher risk of, you know, contagion because they're coming in contact with people and they've been told that they have to remain six feet away from the criminal. Well, now we're talking about um, a different way of enforcing. <clears throat> I was talking to some friends of mine and they were saying that the local police departments are telling their officers how to uh, conduct a proper traffic stop and the proper traffic stop is much more difficult than normal what does that mean well, the officer's not going to come to your door and ask you for your driver's license he's going to put it you're going he's going to ask you to place it on the top of your your car well if you can't put your driver's license and insurance on the top of your car because it's raining or it's windy or it's late at night well, the officer's not going to stop you so what does that mean? That means it's less traffic stops. And how does that going to affect uh, crime? Well, that means that for the most part, and I'm not saying this is a, across the world, I'm talking about United States, and I'm not saying this is going to be everywhere, but for the most part, police officers are just not going to stop people for uh, minor traffic inf uh, infractions broken taillight, you know, uh, failure to making, using your directional signal to make a turn, maybe even speeding may not be what a police officer will use to, as probable cause, enough to stop somebody because it's just not worth it. It's going to be a lot of additional work. And the police officer is thinking that they're going to have to take it home to their family if they get you know, they, 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 they get the virus, they're going to have to take it home with the family. So a lot of officers are not going to take that chance. So what does that mean for all of us? That means that we have to be more vigilant, more alert, because uh, the bad guys are out there. They don't care about the virus. They're going to continue to do what bad guys do, which is break the law, which is uh, bend social norms and take advantage of Take advantage of the people who are not alert and not aware.
of their surroundings. And that's that's a sad a sad thing, but it's it is the reality of life. So what do we have to do as um I wanted to, to point out a few things as we you know we work from home the majority uh, those people who are not in essential business are working from home so what does that mean and how does that affect you <clears throat> well and it's affecting everybody really because during this time because of the the quarantine or the lockdown everybody has an an awareness shift and we must be alerted to that we must be aware of it the awareness shift it comes gradually and we don't notice we're starting to look at things differently we're starting certain things are a concern to us whereas it might not have been before people walking in the street people talking um, groups of individuals coming into areas that normally we didn't see maybe there's more activity at a um, at the park than normal and those are all good things i mean it's not a bad thing to have people at parks but it your awareness is different you're you're not you you've started to accept that a lot of people out is a norm and that's it it's okay but you have to be paying attention that this is happening and the reason why i'm saying that is because the this period will pass and we will have to go back to where it was before we're going to have to be hyper vigilant anyway and when things go back to normal quote unquote normal if that is ever a thing we're going to have to be ready and prepared to to change that awareness back and it's not as easy as all that i was watching a meme and um the meme was was poking fun of the fact that everyone is, has to stay home to work <coughs> and they were saying well when we all come back to work is there going to be like a gradual a basis of getting back to work or is are you expecting us to come back at 100 percent because the meme goes i've been sleeping in all day lately so the point is people's awareness and alertness ability to to work has changed because they are staying home all day they are they're not focusing on what they have to do they're 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 being a little bit lazy and that's that's not i'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing but it is a, an issue and so what can we do to get this uh, combat this we need to be more alert we need to be aware of what's going on in our bodies. We need to be aware of what's going on in our mind so that we don't allow this time where we're at home affect us. We, like I mentioned in the last pro, um, podcast, we need to make sure that we engage in a good routine and we maintain that routine. We also need to reach out to the people in our team so that the lo- the communication isn't lost. You know, we... Normally in a business where you're in communication with individual individuals on a constant basis, every day you're seeing them, you're crossing paths with them. Um, in the hallway, maybe you're going and grabbing a cup of, of coffee and you see them at the coffee 
uh, bar or or drinking a glass of water, whatever it is, but you're always in communication and you must make sure that that communication stays there. Also think about the losses of skill. <clears throat> um, you need to practice your skill. So if it is what it is writing or if it is doing reports or if whatever it is, practice your skill. Remind yourself what you're supposed to do and how you do it. Only this way will you stay sharp. Because after this, I mean, this is this is only a moment of time. This will end. And when this ends, we're going to have to go back to work. We're going to have to be doing things the same way, if not better. Because we're going to come back to a different reality. Uh, life will be different after this. So, I encourage you to stay alert. Be aware of your surroundings. Have a plan. Because remember, you are security. Do you have a story you would like to share? If you're on Anchor, then send me a message. I'd like that. I enjoy bringing you the best security hacks twice a week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share it, post it, send me a message. And always remember, you are security.